We give you thanks, oh God. We give you thanks. We give you thanks for your mighty works. We give you thanks, oh God, for who you are. We give you thanks, oh God, for what you have done. We give you thanks, oh God, for the privilege, for the honor, oh God, to be called by your name, to know you and to be known of you. We honor you, blessed Father. There is no greater, there is no greater honor. There is no greater privilege. There is no greater honor, oh God, in this world than for a man to be called your own. Than for a man, a woman, to belong to you. Blessed Father, thank you for you have done us this honor. That we heard the gospel and, it, it, and we received it and we believed it. Not everybody that heard the gospel believed it. Not everybody that heard the gospel accepted it, oh God. But we found grace in your sight, oh God. And you allowed us to receive your word, to receive the message of your truth, to receive the life of God in Christ Jesus. You allowed us, blessed Father. And so for this, we are thankful. We are forever thankful, oh God. We thank you, oh God. For we have been numbered among them that are saved. We have been numbered among them, O God, that are sanctified. We have been numbered, O God, among them, O God, to be glorified in you. We thank you. We thank you, O God. We thank you, O God. We thank you, O God. Just open your mouth and thank him. Go open your mouth and thank him. Thank him for the privilege. Thank him for the honor. Thank him for the blessing. For the blessing of receiving his word. For he did not give us a heart of stone. He did not give us an unresponsive heart. He gave us a heart that will hear his word, that will understand it, that will receive it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We glorify your name, God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh. First, first John chapter three and in verse one it says behold what manner of love the father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. I don't know about you, but this stares me up. This, this, this just brings tears to my eyes. The love of God 
to call us the sons of God. First, we call the sons of God to be inducted into the community of sonship, to be inducted into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. I don't know what this means to you, but it means everything to me. It means everything to me. In chapter one of first John, oh, these are some of the most powerful words ever written. In verse one, I'm just gonna read a few verses. It says that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, that you have called us into the fellowship of your son, Jesus Christ. You have called us into the fellowship of your son, Jesus Christ. Oh, See, today, tonight, I just want us to, to be in, a, in an attitude of thanksgiving. We have been in a place of learning and understanding and speaking and praying pertaining to repentance and a renewed mind. Today, I just want us to focus on thanksgiving. And to give thanks unto God, to acknowledge what he has done for us, what he is doing in us. He says, we have been called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. Do we know what that means? Do we know what that means? Peter alluded to this in 2 Peter chapter 2. No, sorry, chapter 1, verse 2. 
He says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. He says we have been called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. We have been called into the koinonia of his son, Jesus Christ. We have been called into the association, the confraternity of his son, Jesus Christ. This is by one spirit that we are baptized into one body. And we have all been made to drink. We have been made to drink of one spirit. We have been immersed into one spirit. We have been immersed into him. And he is in immersed into us. And when I think about this koinonia, when I think about the knowledge of God, when I think about it, I'm reminded of how anybody that knows the process of baking, of making cake or cookies or anything in that regard, where you mix the flour and the eggs and the butter and you mix it and 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 it it forms into a paste indistinguishable. You cannot tell the egg from the butter. You cannot separate the flour or the dough from the other ingredient that you have mixed and mixed and mixed. The mixture is what makes the quality and the texture. How much is mixed how well it is mixed is the key ingredient, not necessarily the individual ingredients. There is a there is something that um, that philosophers say, and they say the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Meaning that even though one plus one equals two, two is greater than one plus one. Because there is a quality, there's an an extra quality that comes from being in the union. That is not found in the individual parts. Even though the individual parts make up the union, 
the fact of the union becomes a third additional entity that is separate from the individuals. The sum is greater. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And as we consider the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, the koinonia. And he says, this fellowship, we are brought into this fellowship through the knowledge of God. This is according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. You see, when that egg and that butter and that flour is mixed, when they are mixed together, when they are being stirred together, when they are being mixed together, mixed together, mixed together, there is a knowing, there is a knowledge of the individual parts. And that knowledge is akin to intercourse. The egg and the butter and the, and the, and the, and the, and the flour, they mix and intermingle together to such an extent that you cannot tell. This is the egg, this is the butter, this is the flour. It becomes a whole nother entity. Whereby the sum is greater, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And we are called into fellowship Fellowship, participation. We are called into distribution. We are called into communion. We are called into a oneness, a oneness that is like the egg and the butter. and the flower being mixed together. That is the intercourse that we have been called into. Behold, what manner of love is this? That the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God, the offsprings of God. This is being born again not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. We're brought into a union. We're brought into a communion, a fraternity. In Hebrews chapter 12, it lists, it tells us, In verse 24, from verse 22, ye are come, say, but ye are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, 
higher and to an innumerable company of angels to the general assembly and church of the firstborn which are written in heaven and to God the judge of all and to the spirit of just men made perfect and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. We are come. This is these are the these are the this is where we are. This is who we have been, this is what we have been brought into. This is the fellowship. This is the fraternity that we have been called into. In Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. We are called to partake, to become partners with an innumerable company of angels. To be participants in the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. And to God, the judge of all. And to the spirit of just men made perfect. This is unto Jesus, the mediator of the new covenants. Oh, we have access by Christ Jesus. He is the one that brought us in. He is the one that consecrated a new and a living way for us. If these things don't make you thankful, I don't know what can. We are not thankful about these things and become and, and, and meditate on these things to become our present tense reality. Then I don't know. I don't know what else to do. So I want us to just briefly let us just lift up our voices to thank God for bringing us in, to thank God for calling us into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. For calling us. Let us never, ever, ever lose that joy of knowing that there is something we're special. We are special because we heard the gospel and we believed it. And it worked in us. And it's working in us. It is transforming us. Turning us from victims to victors. Turning us from weaklings to mighty men and women. The power of the gospel. I want us to open our mouths and thank God this morning. Thank him. Thank him. Thank you. 
Thank you, God, for the blessing. Thank you for the privilege of Christ. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank we are grateful, O oh God, unto you. We are thankful unto you, O oh God. Where would we be without the gospel? Where would we be without the blood of Jesus Christ? Where would we be without the sacrifice of Christ? Where would we be? Kade shele kasila madagaya, rati kani satraka luma sadikada, mangra sakrataya. And for this, we are thankful, O God. We are thankful, O God. Lika rabashadakaya. We offer the offerings of thanksgiving, the sacrifice of praise, giving thanks unto your name, O God. We give thanks unto you, blessed Father. Thank you, 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 Father. For your grace, 
for your grace, for your kindness, for your mercy, oh God. Oh, the Bible says all we like sheep Mm. have gone astray. All we like sheep have gone astray. But the Lord had laid the iniquity of us on him. He laid our iniquity on him. He was wounded for us. He was bruised for us. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. He took our punishments. He himself carried our sicknesses and our diseases upon his own body. He took it for us that he might consecrate in his own flesh a new and a living way. And he went into the Holy of Holies and took his blood and put it upon the mercy seat and secured for us eternal salvation. He secured for us eternal redemption. He secured for us pardon from all sin. He secured for us a newness of life. He secured for us access to the Father. He secured for us a new last name. He secured for us a new heritage. He secured for us access to the Spirit of God. This Jesus of Nazareth, this Jesus of Nazareth, what manner of man is this? Thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord, for your goodness towards us. We thank you, Lord, because you have been better to us than we deserve. Thank you, Lord. The things that you have done for us, no man, no man can deserve them. No man can work them out. No man can earn them. It is a gift. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 I'm just thankful to God. I'm thankful to God because... You see, for me, it is a privilege. It is an honor. And something that every day excites me. Every day excites me. When I think about it, I'm excited every day. Because I just set my heart and set my mind and imagine where would I be without Jesus? You see, which were not a people, but are now the people of God. We that were estranged from the commonwealth of Israel, without God in the world, we have now been brought in, brought nigh by the blood of Christ. 
He had made peace by the blood of his cross. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want us to stay in this atmosphere of turning our minds to Thanksgiving today. It's one of the, it's one of the most important sacrifices that we can offer. You know, in the Old Testament, they, they offered bulls and goats and calves. The he goat for the sin offering. Lamb. Peace offering. The doves. The heave offering. The wave offerings. Consumed by fire. The sweet smelling of all. And it tells us that in the New Testament, that the sacrifices of God upon the altar is praise and thanksgiving and worship. As we burn incense, because we are a royal priesthood, our incense is our prayers. Our incense is our prayers. He says, let my prayers come unto thee as incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Our prayers, as we pray, we offer him worship. We offer praise. We offer thanksgiving. We make confession unto his name. We declare his mighty works. We proclaim his name. These are the sacrifices that are well pleasing to him. Why? Because now our hearts have been circumcised. Now our hearts have been turned. Now our hearts have been turned. He says in that day, I will take away the heart of flesh, the heart of stone, and I will put a heart of flesh in them. And I will write my laws in their hearts. And that day is today. That day is the, is the day of Christ, the day of the spirit, the day of the gospel, where Christ has come to dwell in us by the Holy Ghost. And so I don't know, I don't know about you, but these are thankful or thankworthy every day. Every day. Every day to be thankful. Every single day, every waking moment to be thankful to God. To be thankful to God. To offer him the sacrifice of thanksgiving. 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 Our lives belong to him. He has called us out from among them that are perishing, them that are numbered to the sword, them that are numbered to destruction. He has redeemed us and brought us into himself. 
called us into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, into partnership with him, into fellowship communion with him. There is no greater rank in this world than to be a Christian. There is no greater privilege in this world than to be born again, than to know Christ, than to have the life of God in you. There is nothing greater in this world. My brothers and sisters, there is nothing in this world that is greater. To rejoice in it. And if we just take the time to be thankful, we would see differently. Our minds will be renewed. We will see what is there and not what is not there. A lot of times we focus too much on what we don't have. While neglecting the things that we have. Nobody ever made something from nothing. A farmer never gets a harvest unless he sows something. And what he sows is seed. So if we approach life from the negative realm, we are denying ourselves seed. We're denying ourselves seed. We have no seed to put into the ground because all we think is, I don't have, I can't. If only I had, if only I, I could. But even a little, whatever it is that you have, whatever it is that is in your life, it says that the communication of our faith may become effectual by the acknowledgement of every good thing that is in us in Christ Jesus. Take that one thing that you are thankful for and sow it as a seed. And in, in no time, you will see more things to be thankful for. It is a principle ordained by God. He says, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. We must sow the seeds of thanksgiving to receive more things to be thankful for. We must sow the seeds of praise to receive more things to be, to be praising for. We must sow the seeds for whatever it is that we tend to harvest. So we must sow the seeds of thanksgiving. It is a sacrifice, the Bible calls it the sacrifice of praise. The sacrifice of thanksgiving. It is a sacrifice, it is a seed, it is something that you give up as an act of worship you put into the hands of God, expecting a return. Like the farmer that puts a seed into the ground, you expect something back. When you give him thanks, you will see more things to be thankful for. 
When you stay in an attitude of thanksgiving, you will be more thankful. You will see more reasons to be thankful. Your mind will be renewed. You will begin to see possibilities. Every door becomes an avenue for you and not just necessarily something that is shut against you. Open doors, open heaven is available only to those who are thankful. To brothers and sisters, do not neglect thanksgiving. Do not neglect it. You may say, oh, I would be thankful if I had something to be thankful for. You don't know my situation. You don't know what my life looks like. Everything is just against me. Oh, there's all that. But you have breath. He says, let everything that had breath praise the Lord. You have a mouth. You are born again. You have the Holy Ghost. You have the word of God in your heart. Thank him for understanding the word. Thank him that your heart was not rocky. It was, not, it was a heart of stone. Thank you because the birds, the fowls of the air did not pluck the word out of your heart but that the word found good ground in your heart, that your heart is pliable and amenable to the word of God to produce results. Thank him for the privilege of hearing his word and believing it and trusting it. And we grow in these things. We grow in these things, blessed brothers and sisters. So if you hear nothing today, hear this. Do not neglect to be thankful unto God. Do not neglect to put your offerings of thanksgiving upon the altar. He says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. And be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let us be thankful because there is no repentance without thanksgiving. When you turn, you see when you turn, you behold. When you turn, you come in to that which has been assigned to you. So in this last few moments, I want us to think back on this last two weeks of prayer and fasting, on this last two weeks, of all the ministrations, of everything that we have heard and participated in, and begin to give thanks. Thank God for all the speakers. Thank God for prayer reign. Thank God for the ministry of people of influence. 
thank God for the opportunity, for the privilege of coming into fellowship with people like you, people of like mind, people like Prayer Rain, people like Pastor Steph, people all over this platform and beyond. Open your eyes and see things to be thankful for and then give thanks. Go ahead, open your mouth and just pray and just thank him and just thank him today as you begin your day as you go oh Lord, Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you for feeding me your word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving me your word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness, oh God. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the grace to know Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. For making us able ministers of the word. Yes, Thank Lord. you, Father, for committing the gospel to our trust. Yes, Thank Lord. you, Father, for giving us eternal life. Thank you, Father, Thank you, for, lift, for lifting us up out of the dust, out of the dunghill, and for setting us up among yes, princes. Thank you, Father, for removing shame from our lives. Thank you, Father, for removing fear from our lives. Thank you, Father, for removing uncertainty from our lives. Thank you, Father, for removing, oh God, everything that defeats us, everything that spoils us, everything, oh God, that torments us, oh God. Thank you for removing the shame and the torment of the devil. He says, for this, for this cause, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We glorify your holy name. 
Blessed be your name forevermore. As we go from this place today, oh God, as we begin our day, oh God, let our lives never cease from having a reason to thank you. Let us never come to the place, oh God, where we have nothing for which to be thankful or where we think that we have nothing to be thankful for. For thanksgiving is a weapon. It is a weapon. It is a weapon against depression. Mm -hmm. It is a weapon against defeat. It is a weapon against lack. It is a weapon, blessed Father. Because when we give thanks, we acknowledge you. We give thanks, we acknowledge your provisions. We give thanks, oh God. We see it before we see it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Over to you, Pastor Steph. Thank you 